When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. Diablo Cody's latest screenplay is a riff on Frankenstein, and the important thing to remember is that whether or not this movie is good, fire bad. This video is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Merle to see how you can get three months free and stay tuned after the video for more info. Hello everybody, I'm Dan Merle and this is my review of Lisa Frankenstein, which is in theaters now and one of my favorite title puns of all time. If you don't know Lisa Frank, look it up. It was an integral part of my childhood. I saw it every day at elementary school. Lisa Frankenstein is written by Diablo Cody. It's her first feature screenplay since 2018's Tully and it is the feature directorial debut of Zelda Williams, who's been building a resume with music videos, TV, and shorts. You can have a good screenplay, but you have to find a director who gets it. And Zelda Williams obviously got what Diablo Cody was going for as she drenches this 80s set film in neons and bold colors, complemented by sets that give that perfect blend of artifice and heightened reality. Catherine Newton plays Lisa, a high school girl whose mother was murdered and now lives with her dad, stepmother, and stepsister. Lisa has a fascination with the macabre and after a freak lightning storm, is surprised to find the corpse of a long-dead bachelor from the local cemetery in her house. As Lisa and the creature get to know one another, they begin to concoct ways to bring him back to life using fresh body parts in a way that invokes, naturally, Frankenstein's monster. I thought I knew what to expect from this movie based on the trailers because it looked like a warm bodies-esque type movie about a high school girl who falls in love with a hunky monster and brings out the humanity in him, etc. I'm not necessarily saying that's a bad thing, but I thought I knew what this movie was. I think that Lisa Frankenstein is going to work against a lot of people's expectations and maybe not necessarily in the most positive way for the film. I think a lot of people are going to show up expecting to go, aww, and will find themselves going, ugh. I actually didn't mind that. The direction that Lisa Frankenstein takes is a much more interesting one than the one that I assumed, but this movie is much more for the Heathers crowd than for the Twilight crowd. And it really starts with the movie's tone, which is a very heightened tone. It actually took me a few minutes to really understand what the movie was going for and adjust to the performances. But once you see what Lisa Frankenstein is aiming for, then for me, everything really fell into place. And that starts with the performance of Catherine Newton, who plays Lisa. Her character is one that you think you know, sort of a forlorn, love-struck Lydia Dietz type only for her to show you more as the movie goes on. I think Catherine Newton is great in this film, and she plants her flag away from what you would think would be a conventional lead love story teenage movie type role. She's generally chosen interesting projects when you look back on her filmography, and I like that she has not gone the direction of coasting that popularity from an MCU project into a typical lead role for an actress of her age. Cole Sprouse plays the creature in a performance that's almost entirely non-verbal, like a silent film performance, and it worked for me. The comedy in this movie comes in many forms, but Sprouse's ability to react and grunt shouldn't be overlooked as one of them. This movie takes you on a ride, and he is a key part of that ride. Do you like music? I have the cure. 
Oh, not that kind of cure. They can't make you better. I mean, they can, but like emotionally. Carla Gugino is also great as Lisa's stepmother. She's actually very important early on in the movie because you can tell that Carla Gugino gets it. She knows what this movie is and her performance matches perfectly. If you like what Carla Gugino is doing in this movie, then I think that you're going to like the movie. If you're looking at it going, what the hell is this? Then I don't necessarily think that you will be on board for where the movie's gonna take you. And it was a great example of an actor who is absolutely in sync with the movie that they're in. Lisa's dad is played by Joe Crest, who also plays an 80s dad on Stranger Things. He plays Mike's dad. That casting does feel a little bit like somebody said, hey, we need an aloof dad, you know, kind of like the guy on Stranger Things. And then they just cast the same actor. He's good, don't get me wrong, but it is a very similar role. Lisa's stepsister Taffy is played by Liza Soberano, and this is another place where the movie surprised me. Taffy is the stepsister, the popular one, the cheerleader who gets all the guys, while Lisa is the weird one who hangs out in graveyards and has unrequited crushes. Does he have more of a basketball bod or a football bod? He doesn't play sports. He's cerebral. He's in a wheelchair. Decades of teen movies, or just movies in general, have taught us and trained us as an audience what to expect from this dynamic, which is that you expect that the more popular stepsister is going to be antagonistic towards the person who wasn't born into her family and is different at school and kind of a weirdo, according to her more popular friends. But that's actually not the dynamic that we get. I love this character of Taffy because she's very supportive. She works to have Lisa accepted into the family. She's encouraging of what she wants. She listens to her feelings. I thought that she was generally just a really good sister, and I love Loved Soberano's performance and how the roles were written. I'm going to be looking out for her in future projects. The cinematography is from Paula Huidobro, who is building a great resume with projects like Barry, Pam and Tommy, Welcome to Chippendales, and Coda already under her belt. You can instantly tell that this movie is set in the 80s, but it doesn't feel like a parody of the 80s. You have the bright, vibrant, neon-type colors, but that was also the 80s. It feels authentic, and even looking at the set dressing and the production design, when I was looking around the house, I swear I spotted four or five different things that were 100% in my house when I was growing up. This movie needed a director that could understand the tone and the balance of humor and horror and satire and everything else that Diablo Cody put in the script. And Zelda Williams was the right choice for this. It's a very capable feature directorial debut, you know, talking about a 90 plus minute feature. She's done some shorts that are around 45 minutes before. And I don't know why I expected going in that Diablo Cody would have written the kind of conventional teenage romance that the trailers make this movie out to be because that's just not what she does. And I think that the word of mouth on this film might not be great because it so defies the expectation of what you think you're going to get when you're walking in. And we've talked about this with CinemaScore and all that type of stuff here on the channel before. Initial word of mouth is largely based on what an audience walked in expecting to see. So if you do hear bad stuff about Lisa Frankenstein, I'm not saying that everybody who sees it, even for what it is, is gonna love it. But if you hear bad word of mouth, I would press a little bit and say, well, why didn't you like it? Because my guess is gonna be a lot of people went in expecting the more conventional movie and instead got this one. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. 
It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. And when I think about reaction to this movie, and I'm going to be curious to see what people say, I really think it's going to be divided into three different groups. I think that one group is going to be the people that just don't go with it. It's just not their vibe. They don't like the way that the story is told or the direction that it goes. And I get it. This is a very specific tone, especially as you get further into the movie. I think there's going to be a second group of people that are absolutely on board with what's going on. They like the defiance of expectation and the way it sort of tweaks the teenage romance genre and the directions that the story actually goes. And that would be me. I would be in that group that enjoyed the film for what it was and liked the fact that it surprised me. But this is the type of movie that I think is going to have a third group, and it's going to be a small group of people, 5 to 10% of the viewership, maybe even less, that feel like this movie was made for them. Like, it just hits a bullseye. I, I can't say why exactly I feel this way. It just feels like one of those films that some people are just going to see themselves in and see their sense of humor reflected and see their worldview reflected and say, I can't remember a movie like that that gets me. That's not where I am. I didn't necessarily identify with it on that level, but I think that I can recognize those types of movies. And so I think for a very specific set of viewers, this is going to become one of their favorite movies because of the specificity of the tone. And honestly, this movie feels a little bit like another movie that Diablo Cody wrote, which is Jennifer's Body. Jennifer's Body came out over 10 years ago at this point. And when it came out, it was largely dismissed because it wasn't exactly what people thought it was going to be. But over the years, whenever people mention Jennifer's body or somebody would say something bad about it, there has been a growing number of voices that have been saying, well, actually, you know, Jennifer's body is an interesting movie if you look at it from this angle. And I feel like Lisa Frankenstein is going to be the same type of movie. It's the sort of movie that people are going to like, oh yeah, that one, nobody went to see it. But there are going to be people saying like, well, you know what? Actually, I saw it and I think it's kind of an interesting film and I'm going to be one of those voices because I enjoyed it, but I can definitely see it not doing well because it does have that smaller subset of people I think that are really going to get it. It's the sort of movie that takes time, I think, to find its audience. Now, I don't think that Lisa Frankenstein is as subversive as Jennifer's Body, but it is weird. It is a weird movie, but to be honest, I would rather watch a movie like this that is so confident in its tone and so confident in what it wants. And yes, it might leave 95% of the people outside of that bullseye, but because of the bold creative choices that were made, it's also capable of hitting that bullseye. I'd rather watch a movie like this than a movie that is market tested to death in order to appeal to quote unquote everybody, which in my experience means that often it doesn't appeal to anybody because it's so safe and so sanitized and so free of risk. I don't think that Lisa Frankenstein is any of those things. It's an interesting movie. It's one that I liked, and it's one that I thought I had pegged and I was 100% wrong about. When I'm rating Lisa Frankenstein on my personal scale, I'm putting it squarely in the it's good range. Your mileage may vary, but I definitely think that it is worth giving a shot, especially if your tastes tend toward the darker black comedy side of things. It was a bit of a surprise, an early year surprise for me, and a movie that I can squarely say is worth a look. 
So those are my thoughts on Lisa Frankenstein. What do you think? Are you going to give it a shot? Have you already seen it in theaters? Let me know down in the comments below. And before we go, I want to thank the sponsor for this video, ExpressVPN. If you've ever been on a plane, then you know that demonstration that you get every single time about what to do in case of emergency. But think about if you'd ignored that every time. What if those yellow masks dropped down and you didn't know what to do? Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like not knowing what to do in an emergency. Sure, disaster might not strike, but why take the risk? If you connect Wi-Fi in public, at a coffee shop, at an airport, or a hotel, you open yourself up to someone hacking that network and accessing your data. And people are getting good at it. With ExpressVPN, your data is in a secure, encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet, and it would take a hacker with a supercomputer to decrypt that data. And ExpressVPN doesn't just work on a computer, it also works on your phone, laptop, tablet, however you like to stay connected. Whenever I'm traveling, it's great to know that my data is secure, even if I'm on a network Network that's shared by hundreds of strangers, and that peace of mind is well worth the cost. And it's so easy to use. Literally one button lets me know that everything is safe. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash Merle. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Merle, and you can get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash Merle. Thanks to ExpressVPN for sponsoring this video and thank you for watching. Be sure to stay tuned right here for more movie news, reviews, box office, and more. Until next time, stay safe and I'll see you then. Bye. your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.